0: Drinking good Arab tea. I'm your host for this episode, Rami Ismail, and now I'm
1: Aslan
0: Azlur. Well, we're just all going at the same time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this that's is super exciting. On. Just so I'm ignoring uh, the order. Oh
0: no! Uh, no.
2: <laughs> I get know. so confused when there are multiple n- notes. I don't know where. there's to look. just
0: too much happening. Too much happening. <laughs> too much happening. I mean, you know, like this is how this is how you know we're getting good at this. It's like we we mess up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it used nice. to be like every episode,
2: remember? I mean, uh,
0: at this point, the Habibis are like in force and different. Like I was doing a talk this morning and then at the end of the talk uh, at the uh, American University in uh, in Cairo, I was doing a talk there. Wrap up the talk. They go, we have your fellow Habibi next. Like which one? <laughs> They're like fozy.
1: You did a talk as well. <laughs> that's so funny. This is like, you know, the second talk this month in which I'm uh, like, I show up and go like, yeah, we got the other Habibi on the show today. We got Rami We're, coming up. That's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. It's
0: <laughs> the thing. We we also got a shout out on a panel for Arab representation from a, from an earlier guest, uh, Noha, uh, gave us a, a very, very kind shout out uh, during a panel at uh, Games for Change where I was at as well. It almost made me cry. It was very, very nice to hear that it, um that this it's is meaningful cool. to people yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. like i think
1: before like um you know they would like oh and rami also would be there they would say to me like there wasn't a name for this <laughs> now there's a term maybe like right. there's another habibi I dig
2: it. It's, that it's was cute. awesome we should definitely get her back
0: yeah for sure absolutely. absolutely we we also got some emails uh osama you had one you like that you wanted to read
2: Yes, absolutely. It's by uh, our good friend, Tanvir Mia, who had has written us back in the in the past. Um, the first story that he mentions that actually resonated with me, uh, in the last episode, we were talking about soccer, and I said how my mom wouldn't necessarily sit down and watch with us. Um, he had a similar experience. He said, my mom also doesn't have the commitment to watch the game, but comes running in with excitement whenever there's a goal. I never really understood it, but I, I just accepted it. And then he laughs. However, considering how little she would watch football games, she's actually quite knowledgeable in the game and the players. And that's exactly my experience with my mom. She'd actually know the, all, the, all the players' names and, you know, like facts about them. And I, I wonder, because the announcers, the commentators who say that, and she's not there present for, for much of it. So I I'd wonder how it is that she'd be able to retain all that. Um, and I thought it was really cool that there was another person who had a similar experience. He goes on, and there's another story that actually resonated. This one, Fauzi, you might appreciate. He says Mm -hmm. in Bangladesh, where where he's from, uh, people support Argentina and Brazil as though they are Argentinian and Brazilian nationals. Same thing with Real Madrid and Barcelona. And I don't know why those specific countries are clubs.
1: <laughs> so I guess this is
2: a phenomenon. People just pick their, their favorite really? teams. The Egyptians were, were Dutch for a long
0: time. They, they were cheering for the Dutch. They liked the Dutch soccer. So, you know, uh-huh. uh, this, this just seems to yeah. happen all across. Um, yeah, I don't know. I did, I don't know. The, uh, the original Shoutcaster, our last episode, also got some fun responses mm-hmm. in the Discord. Uh, I don't know. Did you watch that really hype uh, esports Shoutcaster, the Arab one? Was a video on the Discord, <laughs> that,
1: that's really like what good. We're talking about it's alive
0: <laughs> It was so good. Uh, what, what, what did he say? Yes, <laughs> yeah. dropkick,
1: <which> is our,
0: <laughs> it's our hop kick, uh, just phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal stuff. Anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, for you know, like spending time with us. Um what did we all do this week? What did all happen, Fozzy? You have some, you have some stories, games, or are you still doing uh, Divinity: Original Sin? Is, is that <laughs> so, still a big adventure?
1: <laughs> that is the adventure, man. So, like, I've had, I've been looking for, um, uh, I've had, like, you know, I'm having a hard time getting a, a proper D and D crew together for some time. And, uh, you know, with the summer and everything going out, and like, you know, I've been pl- wanting to play something like RPG-ish for some, you know, like to d- dig d- deep into that. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 was, you know, one of my favorite games of 2017. I think I ranked it number four on my list. And this is, let's just tell you how crazy 2017 was because, like, you know, <laughs> there was Persona 5, Breath of the Wild, and Mario Odyssey above it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all <in> phenomenal <laughs> games. But, mm-hmm. like, um, original, uh, like, original Sin 2 was, was just amazing. I played the whole thing um, back in 2017. In fact, like, I think I, re- I restarted that game multiple times just because um, this game just doesn't mess around, man. Like, <laughs> um, the, Divinity is so hardcore that, like, you need to, like, it demands your attention. You need to focus on like what's going on, what characters are saying, what you're yeah. supposed to do, follow quest trails. You could, screw up, you, could, you could screw up yourself out of the game. You could like, you know, at some point meet somebody, fight them, kill them. That's it. You can't progress yep. in the game anymore. The systems yeah, of the game allow it. You could like, you know, um, end up using all of your potions and now you have to fight that you can never win and you haven't saved before. Yeah. sucks to be you you gotta you gotta <laughs> reload and you gotta like you know do it all over again you could um reach to the final boss completely under leveled and without the right equipment and then you gotta start all over again and that's you know totally on you yeah. i i kind of love how um unapologetic to its vision that game is yeah and it's super strong for it <laughs> I don't know, like I think my first run through of the game, I'm playing the first uh, part, chapter one, and I didn't realize that I can actually have four characters in my party, and I finished the entire first area at three people in my party, wow. and I thought the game was so difficult, I was like, why is every battle such a... Uh, like, I finished the battle and I'm sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I just tried this battle like 20 times. Why is it so hard? And then like, you know, <laughs> I start the second chapter, which I can recruit a lot of characters it's very early. I was like, oh, I can have four people in my character. <laughs> oh, no, screw that. I'm going to restart the game all over again. I like no. make sure that I do it properly. So uh, this is probably my fourth run through at the game. Wow. I'm nowhere near That's... finishing it. I've played around 26 hours of it so far. Um, but I've never played it in multiplayer. Hmm. Uh, I've always played it in single player. This is the first time I play it uh, in two players. Mm -hmm.
2: How was it different? What were the parts, yeah,
1: that were different between one player and two players? So, like, I think one of the, you know, like, uh, it feels incredible because, like, you know, it's something that you experience with friends is always a lot more fun, you know, like with any multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has a lot of, like, you know, it captures a lot, the feel of playing D&D with a friend or with a group of friends as well, as well as like, you know, instead of like the DM telling you stuff, it's the game telling you stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, when you start the game, uh, I have a character, uh, my friend had a character, they have like the backstories and all of this stuff, um, multiple times throughout the game, you might have, um, a different opinion than, uh, the, the people you're playing with and the game allows you to differ. Sometimes you might have a different objective than the other players. And then you got to sort things out. (laughs) Sometimes you might be talking to a character while your friends are looting all over the place and leave you nothing. And (laughs) it it creates like a fun uh, dynamic that is in the game and outside of the game at the same time. So you're kind of like, you're working together, but you're also suspicious of each other. And you're also friends in real life, but you're also suspicious of each other in real life. It's, it's, it's fun. Like, there's a lot of teasing going on. Yeah. Um, versus, like, you know, when you're playing on your own, you have full control over all the characters. Uh, you play at your own pace. You can uh, loot, whatever. So, like, yeah. you know, I could be talking to a character and then, like, my friend will start a fight. And then, like, they're being demolished. And I'm, like... Yeah, will you, you start the fight. I'm gonna take my time to take to come over to you because you deserve it. So, like, I'm actually <laughs> teasing them for making those mistakes in real life, right? Yeah, <laughs> or being like very facetious <laughs> or something like that. It um, it creates a lot of um, avenues for interesting social play that takes place in and outside of the game. Absolutely, which is um, really tricky to accomplish in a video game. I find it's um, you know, it's. Kind of why people play board games usually or DD or like you know tabletop games. Exactly. And I think, you know, Divinity Multiplayer captures that in a super fun way.
2: Yeah. Have you played it also? Any
1: of you guys played it?
2: Yeah, actually I did. I played it um I won't I don't think it was at at launch, I think it was a year afterwards, Uh, but I played it with friends. We were four people, and it was the only time I played it. So I, none of us had played it single-player beforehand. We were like, perfect, this is a game. We're going to be able to play it instead of, you know, it was actually one of my old d and groups, and we stopped playing D&D years ago. We're like, this is going to be what replaces it. And initially, absolutely loved the game. It's gorgeous. The combat system was deep. The writing was incredible. The, like, the, the world was imaginative. There was a lot, a lot to love about the game. Um, and even the systems felt like you, they worked well in multiplayer. Like we could split up. We could be, except for when the act goes from you know, one different location to the next, within those locations, you can split up and go wherever, wherever you want. The issue that happened is that as the game progressed, you fight more and more enemies and you have more and more options and the individual people's turns take longer and longer. So we actually never finished a game to our regret. We played it for mm-hmm. I, I, I had checked before forty something hours. We played it for a long time. That's uh, like you know like maybe twenty sessions of of a couple of hours each. Uh, right. By the, by the end, two hours got us maybe two two fights. Right, uh, yeah. like that was it. Yeah. yeah because like it got so long and you had to wait sometimes what felt like i don't know how long it actually was but what felt like 20 30 minutes for it for it to come back around right to turn. the
0: turns get minutes. super complex at some point
2: yes mm-hmm. and because of that we ruined the game to our, for ourselves Right, like, I can imagine we're like, that. Okay, okay. yeah we were like okay you know what only you two go engage in that fight we're gonna go do the story <laughs> parts and we're gonna take right. turns doing fight but then What that meant is that we completely disengaged with the story because we were filling each other in on what we missed. Um, That's all I'm going to say for it. It's like I think I would have loved it if we played it just two people and we each took two characters instead of four. I think that would have made it much, much
0: better. How how many are you playing,
1: Felicity? So, two characters each. So, two players, every person is oh, playing two characters. Yep. Oh. So, um, I think, like, we're playing the optimum scenario that Osama is talking about. But, but you know, right, like, yeah. what Osama is saying is, is also, you know, that, that unrelenting vision thing that I was talking about. And which yeah. like, you know, this is another situation which you can, like, you know, screw, the systems of the game allow you to kind of screw yourself out of the experience. You know, like, yeah. I've also had one of the runs, for example, in which, like, there was what i need to do in order to finish the game but then i uh, to finish like you know the you know first chapter or second chapter whatever but instead like like this run for example i'm doing everything like i'm leaving no stone unturned mm-hmm. and when you do that and if you do that enough times in the early part of the game um, you become so powerful that eventually it becomes um, you just you know steamroll um combat you just you just win battles so easily you almost break the the leveling curve and it's and it's interesting like you know because like i've heard I've, I've watched a bunch of talks um from the people that made this game uh, in g d c and stuff like that and they just they mentioned how difficult it was to test it just because of the you know how open ended the nature of the game is and like the critical path of the game was like forty hours yeah And um, no matter how many times they look at the critical paths and they test it, they're still like, you know, the combinations are almost endless. And the the, the amount of things that you can do of the pre-made stuff, let alone the stuff that you can also custom build yourself. Right. So, you know, I doubt that anyone in the team has ever experienced everything that the game has to offer. Really, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's
2: impossible.
1: That's just too much content. There's so much. Yeah. And I got to respect that, you know, like it it, it yeah. gives you all these tools and this magnitude of things to do that, you know, almost simulates what D&D is, which is like anything you imagine you can do, you know, <laughs> uh, it simulates that to some extent, but it comes yeah. at the caveat in which like you can, you can really screw yourself over right. um, I mean, out, of a, really, out of a fun gameplay experience.
0: Really, really what I feel it is, is it's just a really good DM, right? Yeah. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, game, the game acts kind of as the DM. And I was playing a board game called Time Stories the other day, which is very similar. It's D&D with the game being the DM. Mm-hmm. They did an incredible job with that game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm very, very impressed. I want to play it again solo and experience it for the first time. Well, like, well, no, no, the, you know, the,
1: there's early access on that new game. Uh, what's it called? The Dark, uh, uh, yeah,
2: Dark Alliance? Is that the one? No, not Dark Alliance. The other D&D one.
1: Yeah, it's another D&D one. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, I think.
2: Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: I mean, yeah, I, yeah.
2: I, I played Dark Alliance. It's not the same. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no it's the- Baldur's Gate 3. And I think it's uh, it's on early access now. Right.
0: The... The trailer for Baldur's Gate 3 where the guy loses all his teeth scared me off enough that I'm not going to play that game.
1: <laughs> like at all?
2: I'm done. I'm out.
0: That's like night, that's some nightmare stuff. I'm done. We'll just tell you about I it. not that
1: it. you'll <laughs> get that same level of fidelity in the game, but
0: yeah. Uh. So if that's what the game is about, I don't want a game about losing my teeth. I'm, just, I'm done. Next game, please. Something with- you know, like, you know, like
1: Horrifying things in Diablo, does that uh, also turn you off, Romy? The
0: the funny thing is I've played Diablo infinitely and I've never been able to watch the cutscenes because the disc was corrupted or had issues
1: or was just like
0: a straight up illegal copy. I can't remember which it was, but this is like, I was a kid. I've never seen a single Diablo cutscene in my life. So as far as I know it's an isometric game that never has anything distressing in it. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to continue believing that
2: <laughs> that works. So you just don't zoom in when you're at the butcher, right? You just don't, never, <laughs> don't, don't, don't look too you know, close
0: butchers, you know, they're, they're kind of important, but losing your teeth, that's nightmare material. Like
1: I can, <laughs> I,
0: have, I, you know, I'm scared of needles, and after watching that trailer, I'm scared of Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, That's the no. only two things I'm scared of,
2: nothing else. <laughs> that works. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing a game too. Uh, I, yeah. I hinted at it last week. I finished Mass Effect 3, and I was about to start Mass Effect Andromeda, and now I have started Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, and I have some thoughts, but I've only played it for like so far for like three or four hours. So they're not deep thoughts. They're just, you know, superficial thoughts. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but the game is different than what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really felt like, oh, I'm just going to continue a Mass Effect game uh, with a different character now. I'm, I'm okay with that. I came to terms with it because I'm like, I know it's not Shepherd again. It's not going to be my Shepherd. not going to be any Shepherd. But the game feels very different like very different you you have a jetpack you jump around like it went from uh gears of war cover shooter style to more uh tribes <laughs> aerial <Right>. combat yeah <laughs> And I didn't see that coming. So the first time it happened, and it, you know, like I just fresh, like I just turned off Mass Effect a couple hours before and picked up on like Mass Effect three, and picked up on later. So I was still pressing A to run, and every time I tried to run, I jump and it like freaked me out. And it took a while just to get over that. Um, like the controls are different, and th- there were slight changes between the Mass Effect two and three, but this one, the jump was huge. Uh, the narrative was like intentionally different like they just set it in a different place different time on purpose so that there's not not too much consequence from the old, earlier games which I prepared myself for because I, I knew that, that uh, as a game designer I knew they were going to do that like there was no way they were going to be able to consolidate what you did in the past especially since I didn't uh, load my game uh, but it, it made me really sad because even though, yeah, I was meeting new people, there was not a single person who came back. Like my excitement of returning to the world of Mass Effect was to see people who I had, you know, some that I spent a lot of time with and had formed relationships with. And so far, three, four hours in, and I assume this is going to be true to the end. That uh, I don't have any, any hope that I'm going to see anybody from the old games. That's a little bit sad as well. What's And I don't know what's up with the facial animation, but my guy looks really creepy when he smiles. So I intentionally don't pick any dialogue options that I think are going to make him
1: smile. <laughs> <laughs> <'cause that just laughs> how they fixed all of these bugs? So, so, so,
2: <laughs> a atmosphere isn't losing his teeth, it's smiling. Okay, if they fixed the <laughs> bug... I'm going to show you I mean, t- next time he, my character smiles creepily, I'll take a picture and i'll I'll, I'll send it to you and just to show put you, the, <laughs> just put it in the discord put I'll put it in the discord I'll put it in the discord, I'll, I'll yeah. it in the discord because like it, it, yeah, it was still creepy. I don't know if it was worse before <laughs> they fixed it, but it's still creepy. Um, that said, I'm actually excited to to like the story is just starting to pick up. It was super overwhelming at the beginning. All the tutorials, all the new characters, all of them introduced in such a short period of time where I was like, really, like you really needed to pace this a little bit better, like a little bit slower. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm over that hump uh, and things are starting to slow down and I'm like, I actually have goals and I'm going to accomplish them. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this part. I think it's going to get good. Um, I didn't play any other games. So it was really mostly um, Mass huh. Effect. But I did watch a few things that I could talk about. Uh, okay. The the first is the Black Widow movie. Oh, yeah. I watched that too. Yeah. All right. So uh, I have some thoughts and maybe you could jump in at any point. Uh, the main thing is that I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. It was mm-hmm. an MCU movie. Um, and I don't know where to start. But um, I think... it really, really should have come out at a different time. (laughs) For sure. It really, really felt odd to release this movie now. Um, And for many reasons, I guess one of them is a little bit spoiler of of Endgame, but, you know, Black Widow. Uh,
0: She's kind of dead.
2: Yeah, she's dead. She dies right. in, let's in just
0: Endgame. K- let's just kill that spoiler right here. If you haven't watched Endgame yet, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I'll mark it as a, as a spoiler. I
0: mean, if you haven't watched Endgame and it's 2021, that movie yeah. is that is a pre-COVID movie. I yeah, don't even that's, remember that's how true. old I was pre-COVID. Like, that's true
2: <laughs> that's a long time ago <laughs> where were you 22 23 yeah, something like <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> Two can there play at there. this game Robbie <laughs> of course of course of
0: course old man of course yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> of I was course. just gonna
2: say call me Haji <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's it It felt out of place I'll stay out this- of this one
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're stuck in the middle, Fozy <laughs> Literally so, <laughs> so that's the thing um, the, the movie was enjoyable And if it came out chronologically I think it would have been excellent uh, It had excellent performances Really good, good uh, uh, new characters that were introduced With the exception of the villain uh, and I think part of that is when they were after, like having Thanos. You go back to this guy who barely can do anything. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's not. It's not. He's not um, that scary of a villain compared to pretty much any MCU villain. If I'm perfectly honest, um, it was just that was a little bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. But the performances were strong. Even his was decent. Well, I except like for, his. Yeah. Ev- except for actually Scarlett Johansson's. I think she was a weak link in her own movie. I, I mean, don't know if you agree, but uh,
0: yes, but uh, like when you say weak link in her own movie, like the other performances were stellar. Yes, right? they were. Um, like she it's not that she acted poorly, it's that she did a she did a great job. It's just some of the other main characters did a phenomenal job. Yes. Right. <laughs> and character- especially her her the the character who Um, who she plays along slash opposite of sort of like the banter character, is so incredibly well acted, so incredibly well done. Like, I loved her character to death. And, uh, yeah, just uh, what a fun movie.
2: Yeah. I also really love David Harbour's character. He really (laughs) brought his Uh, A-game. And I really hope we see more of both of those characters. Well, I mean, we're pretty sure we're going to see at least one of them. Right, I um, <laughs>
0: I'm um. I will say, I did think the third act dragged very long. I agree. Uh, the the there's sort of like um, there's sort of like the villains' lair yeah. as like the third act, and that sequence just it goes and goes and goes and goes, and at some something I was like, okay, can we just please, can we punch, can we just, can we renegade action this and just continue with,
2: yeah. with the movie. I have a confession. Uh, right. I had to watch the third act twice because at one point I lost interest and I was on my phone and I realized I didn't I just missed like 15 20 minutes and I rewinded it and watched it again. So I 100% agree with you. Right. <laughs> um, that's
1: how that's how we watch all movies now, right? It's like we're one.
2: <laughs> yes. But but the one thing is the first two on acts One eye on Twitter. <laughs> the first two acts it had my undivided attention. Right. It's the third act that the, uh, you know, it weakens Yeah. 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 Still highly recommended. I enjoyed it. I'm a huge fan of, of the MCU, so I'm very biased, right. but highly recommended. Which brings me to the other thing I watched, which was more Loki. which Episode is 5. Yes, Episode 5 was
1: incredible.
2: Okay, this let's was be honest. so
1: good, man. That yes. was a video game
2: that was
0: straight <laughs> up a video game Yeah, i loved it it was like okay well we we have uh, we have a survival game there's a blue car from the unity asset store and a giant smoke monster <laughs> like how how good was that
1: yes that's pretty good oh I'm, i
0: loved
2: it and old Loki is potentially my favorite character in the whole <laughs> yeah. show. It's it's between it's between old Loki and Alligator Loki. I can't tell. It's one I, was, of those two. I
1: was curious as I was watching it. Um, is it yes. still following that comic book you said? Uh, you mentioned, no. The Exiles.
2: No, 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 no. And like, and to be honest, the episode after I mentioned that right away it diverged, and right, right. away oh, okay. it was like, oh, okay, that's not it at all. Oh. That, it has uh, like it's still Marvel multiverse, so it has a lot of the the, the same flavor, but it's not the same story arc. I don't know. Yeah, I know.
0: I I will say like the, the the weakest part of five was probably like the Loki fight in the middle for me, mm-hmm. but even that was very entertaining. Like yeah. it just what a strange episode. It felt <laughs> it gen it, like it felt like video game to me. It did. <laughs> I want to play that game. <laughs>
1: Even got a fire ideas. sword upgrade.
0: <laughs> like, how cool is that? Just like have this sword, it's on fire. It's like, oh hmm. okay, fair enough. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, loved it. Yeah, good times. Loki Loki continues to shape up to, to be really, really good. And really the the big question then is whether they can nail that final episode uh, next week. Uh, if they do, is you know, it's gonna be phenomenal.
2: Absolutely. It, like what, where are, You've seen the other MCU TV shows. Where does this one land in terms of your favorite so far? Or I mean, do you I want think, to wait until you've seen all of them?
0: I think it's my favorite so far. Like The the thing is, I thought WandaVision up to episode four was really strong. But then five and six really, really kind of dropped it. Hmm. Um, and it wasn't bad at the end. It was just good at the end. But it started great. So that yes. always feels like a sliding seal. I was never a huge fan of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. Um, and I will say that the last episode felt very heavy-handed to me uh, yeah. frequently. Yeah. Um, plus, preachy there were even. some like there were like scenes, already. yeah, <laughs> and like really questionable moments where they suddenly let Walker, and it's like, oh, he saved some people; he's good now. Yeah, exactly. Um, it just it just didn't quite work. I think uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier really uh, peaked at episode five, which was sort of like a contemplative slower episode that really dug into the themes really dug into racism really dug into the experience of uh you know what's like black people in the us Mm -hmm. um what i like about loki is that with the exception of episode three it has felt very even Mm -hmm. and obviously there's lots of ways for this to go because we're ending five on a big question mark but as long as we don't end up with next week just being a giant fight scene for an hour long, I think we'll be, I think, I think, I have a good feeling about it.
2: Yeah. I, I 100% concur with, um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I did feel like it was the weaker one. Um, I still think I slightly prefer WandaVision over Loki, but they're both so strong. It's hard to compare. I do agree that it's the first three episodes of uh, three, four episodes of WandaVision that were incredible. They're like some of the best television I've seen. I just completely took me by surprise. I, kind of felt what was going to come but I really was invested and interested in to see how they were going to bring it about I was on the edge of my seat every single second of that show uh Loki had highs that were really high but didn't reach that height and overall I think is is uh, more consistent right. but yeah it's definitely I those mean, two
0: I I uh, the, the, just episode 1 and 2 were of uh 1 and 2 of Loki were so strong that I I for me they rival WandaVision uh, for sure I think Wanda I think my favorite episode of WandaVision was probably four, where they kind of brought everything together and started explaining things. It just turns mm. out that as you explain more, it doesn't become more interesting. It becomes less interesting, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lovely lovely show, really enjoyed it. But uh, for now, Loki is, my, Loki is my strong favorite.
2: Did either of you watch the What If trailer yet? Because I, I mentioned did. it last week. Yes. OK. I, so, OK, so here's the thing.
0: Yes. I had not realized that this was going to be animation. Oh, good. So I watched it and I'm like, are we just doing Animatrix, Marvel? (laughs) Because that's kind of what it feels like. Uh, And I'm all for it. I'm very excited about this.
2: The thing is that animation makes sense for what What If is. Because What If was a series of comic books in the past that just retold stories, but with one crucial part that changes right that's what that's how what if was like i remember one of the episodes i read uh was um what if i think it was what if wolverine died or something like that and what would happen to the x-men something along those lines so if you want to be able to tell those really outlandish far-fetched situations uh you you need to go in the future in the past and like all these different scenarios getting back all those same actors and all that would be super expensive to tell well, it's so much easier if you just have it animated, right? You know what I right. mean? So just I really draw, think it's the right approach.
0: Just draw some Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr. What's the worst thing that could happen?
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: I, what was I thinking about? I was thinking about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is one of the weirdest, but one of the the funniest movies I've watched in, in my life. I I don't know. I had I, Why was I thinking of Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, because I watched that trailer
2: yes <laughs> and it wasn't him i was right? like oh
0: yeah, right robert downey jr is there that seems wrong is that robert downey jr and i, I ended up on a robert downey jr like youtube spree <laughs> yeah um, it,
2: was, it was him but it wasn't him it was his likeness right. but not his voice it was right. interesting yeah.
0: weird <laughs> stuff um so well wow, so we re- we really didn't play video games this week, did we, huh?
2: <laughs> I played the one. Fousey right. played the one. You, what you, did you, you,
0: play? you played some Mass Effect <laughs> and Deromada, but not enough to have an opinion on it. And Fousey <laughs> played more of the thing. Uh, well, I, I've, I've had <laughs> news. I have, <laughs> I have absolutely nothing. I have zero. No, just nothing. Loki, which we just discussed. Black Widow, which we just discussed. um. I did I you know what I I bought some I got some gear I got some new some new uh, uh stuff I um first of all I got vaccinated this week for covid uh, first uh, one
1: f- which f- f- which f- is nice. Right, yeah, so it's I,
0: finally, I finally have five G. Starting new
1: gear gets the five G antennas.
0: it really helped. It really helped. My phone connection is much better now. Uh, my arm was a little sore, but it was funny because that same day I actually got a new bed delivered. Uh, mm. So I had to pull apart my old bed and and do that with a sore arm, and it was uh, yeah. Don't don't do that. Be smarter than me. Uh, the new bed is great, though. It has air conditioning. Like the wait, bed wait, wait, the air wait, the, What? Wait. Yeah, the, wait, not, wait, like, the bed itself. The bed, the bed can cool down or warm up, like the mattress you sleep on. Okay, that's incredible. It's really nice. I can recommend it. Um, I've never even of, heard of such i th- I've seen maybe, like never heard
1: of such a thing. Like, what? That's
2: incredible. I'm googling it. <laughs> right. Uh,
0: can recommend, especially now with warm days. It's nice because it cools from under you. So even if you're under the blanket, it will still be pleasant.
2: How does it even work? Is it like the
0: same tech as a fridge? Does it have Freon? Uh, uh, no, it, it uses water and then just blows the warm air out of a, a little box at the bottom of your bed.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Uh, does it warm you up in winter?
1: Yeah, it can heat as well. What the?
0: Wow. I'm very excited about this.
1: Okay, I need um, to get one
0: of these.
1: <laughs> uh, so I, uh, the, does the mattress feel like a normal mattress or is it a water bed as well?
0: Uh, no it genuinely feels like a good sturdy mattress uh mm-hmm. like it, it's one of those like complete bet solutions that is now more and more popular on the internet i don't know where that came from but my well now my now i bought one my instagram is suddenly all bet ads Really frustrating. Like if I buy the thing, if you're, listen, corporations, if you're spying on us, at least stop advertising the thing after I buy it. Like if you're checking all of my stuff and violating all of my privacy, at least do me this favor. Okay. This is, this is, this is annoying. Like, um, I've been building a Lego. Uh, I bought the Lego world map. Have you seen that one? Yeah. It's gorgeous. (laughs)
1: I I've, mean, seen I've seen it, it on your Twitter. It <laughs> exactly. <Right>. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it is eleven thousand six hundred and twenty-three identical pieces.
1: Oh my God! Oh, my God. That's God painful. Man.
0: It's ridiculous. Uh, I've been working on it for like four days, five days now, uh, and I'm I am i have just completed North America. You have the patience uh, of a
2: saint. It's
0: honestly, it's kind of nice. You kind of just like zone out and just kind of do it. Yeah. Um,
1: listen to the habibis <laughs> right you know no, literally
0: like i've been listening to podcasts i've been streaming i've been uh, just you know have, having fun building um nothing much happens but your brain gets to do that thing where it turns off and just kind of chills you know i um i got a new laptop I got the uh, Asus Republic of Gamers, which is the worst name I've ever heard.
2: For a sec, um, I thought you were going to tell me your laptop had AC as well. Absolutely. <laughs> I got absolutely. an AC. I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: you, you took it under your pillow to, to cool it. That's
0: important. The Asus ROG Zephyrus G15, and it is a beast of a laptop. I... Obviously, installed Flight Simulator.
2: Of course, I was going
0: to add. Now, this thing runs on um, an AMD Ryzen 5800, and it has an RTX 3080 graphics card in it. It runs like a desktop. It is honestly preposterous. Like, Flight Simulator should not run that well on a laptop. My old laptop was a MSI GS66, which is honestly a quite powerful gaming laptop. Mm -hmm. It could not run Flight Simulator. Uh, Like it ran it well enough. You might have seen it in that article about me flying from Montreal to Amsterdam Mm -hmm. in Flight Simulator while I was was flying from Montreal to Amsterdam on a real airplane. Um, (laughs) It was a little choppy, but on this thing, I have not been able to throw anything at it that... It has any issues with. There's one there's two pieces of weirdness to this laptop. Interesting. The first one is it has no webcam. Okay. That's
1: like a no problem webcam. I prefer
0: putting a little one of those little flippy things on it right like I normally have a flippy thing on my laptop and you can just like flip it open or close Uh, Mm -hmm. so for this thing I had to get a separate webcam and I thought you know what we're just going to see what the good laptop is and see if I can arrange one right Hmm. so I ended up with the um with the uh, let me let me check if I pronounce this properly uh, cause it's a, it's a weird name. Um, it is the Razer Kiyo Pro
2: hmm.
0: and I Googled it and it looked nice. It's, it's round and you know, it's a, a little, it's a little rounder than you would think, but it kind of looks like a small camera lens, right?
2: Hmm.
0: I buy this webcam. Um, I get this webcam. It gets delivered. I, I have the laptop i opened this webcam it literally is just a giant camera lens this thing is huge it makes no sense this thing is larger than this if you if you could screw this onto a traditional camera i would not be surprised like this webcam is too big so i made (laughs) mistakes
1: um how big is the actual laptop
0: the laptop is a 15 inch it's thin uh it's it's honestly it's a lovely piece of gear the the second weirdness obviously gaming laptops get warm this one has found the weirdest way to deal with it which is it blows the hot air out towards the screen hmm. uh, and for some reason yeah, yeah it blows the hot air upwards towards the screen okay uh so your fingers sit before that but there's basically just like a giant beam of like super plasma heat right in front of your screen it's good that i it, it, you know the nice thing is it stops me from using the screen as a touchpad <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> as
0: soon as you get close you, you know you know your finger just turns into a bone so there's, you know. there's a
1: wall of fire, <laughs> fire. right <laughs> it, like literal <laughs> wall of fire
0: it, oh nice <laughs> yeah
1: um but why so,
0: I, I don't know. I think that like the the thing gets really hot. I think the traditional exhausts at the back and bottom were not good enough. And, you know, laptops get used on soft surfaces, couches, beds, yeah, whatever. Sure if um, yeah, if, if if this thing didn't have proper heat, uh, proper ways to lose the heat, it, it would melt. Yeah. So I get it. I'm confused by it. I'm <laughs> confused by this webcam. Uh, the laptop is great. Uh, the Lego has been great, honestly. I, I, You know, I've been having a good week. I just didn't play video games. There ha- just hasn't been much. Like Mario Golf wasn't fun. Mass Effect is done. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not really been games that I want to play. Did, it, did I just miss something? Even in I the indie think, scene, it's been kind of quiet.
2: I think a lot of games are coming up. Uh, right. Yeah, you're right. Right now, I think we're a little bit of a drought. Right. Like, oh. like I, I, I chose to play Mass Effect Andromeda now uh because i I wanted to play it on the tail of uh, mass effect 3
0: but usually i'm like
2: but i really want to play this game instead i don't really have any games that i really want to play instead right
0: now i guess for my next week for my next week the main thing that i have ahead of me is like trying to figure out who i give the old laptop to maybe maybe my dad can give it to somebody in egypt or something that's where most of my old laptops and gear goes goes to family in egypt that's awesome. Uh, it's nice. It's uh, a yeah. it's a good way of doing it because, like, obviously, I get high end gear, and uh, you know, the the electronics in in the Arab world can be of fun quality, uh, <laughs> especially the the Budalak brands and stuff. But uh, I don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll see with uh, what happens with the old
1: one. Man, I remember mm-hmm. my first PC. Uh, my dad brought home uh, a two eighty six IBM. That thing oh. was mighty. It had a hard drive of 4 megabytes. You had a hard drive? uh, (laughs) It had a hard drive. The hard drive was 4 megabytes. It had 16 kilobytes of RAM. It had a mouse. The mouse had three keyboard buttons on it. instead of like, you know, how the mouse have the clicks, they used to be actual keys from the keyboard. And I had the the eight inch floppy disk drive. And like, it was one of those drives, like when you have to put in the floppy disk, you have to lock the disk in because otherwise it's going to fly back out in your face. Right. It has like springs so, so strong that like, you know, you can boomerang to kill someone. Right. I had a, had a Commander Keen floppy disk on that thing. Ah, yes. Yeah, yes. that was the first time I played Commander Keen. It was on uh, on floppy disk. Right. I had right. Uh, a Rambo game as well. That's huh? oh, a terrible looking Rambo game. Like, you could, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting, like, how you could still, you know, it, it still looks like Stallone, <laughs> even <laughs> if it's, like, it's 12 pixels. Yes,
2: <laughs> Stallone <laughs> enough. Can, pixel did. artists or magicians,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, man. It's the, yeah. it's the black hair and like the little bandana and, and the. Little... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, but
0: lucky the, that they, it was such an iconic role as well, right? Like it yeah. looks like Stallone because it looks like Rambo, like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. well done.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, but that computer. I want to hear more about that computer because that computer actually sounds better than the computer I grew up with
2: wow i want to hear about yours too <laughs> well, I mean, so, okay that, yeah,
0: that was a 286
1: right <laughs> tell, tell us about I with
0: a 386 but it had dual floppy drives it did not have a hard drive
1: <laughs> was uh, that possible
0: and it didn't it did not have a mouse um so you
2: build, booted off a, a disk each time
0: yeah you had to boot off a disk every time wow uh so we had a windows disk that was just a uh, windows uh, ms dos disk that was just always stuck in there and then we had a we had a second disk that programs were on. Wow. A
1: floppy disk. Um,
0: yeah, uh it was all floppy disks. Everything was floppy disks. Mm-hmm. And um and it had um it had one of those screens. I think it was a VGA screen technically. Uh no, it wasn't a VGA. It must have been an EGA screen, but it had one of those yeah, exactly. flips on the back. Mhm. You know the thing on the back where it right, would change the main color of the screen? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I remember those.
0: I had one of those. It also, <laughs> it also, it also had a computer. switch that adjusted the voltage of the computer. Yeah. From 220 to 110. That's,
2: that's true. Terrible.
0: Right. I learned that you should not flip that switch.
2: No. <laughs> I remember this story. <laughs> so that's
1: the computer. <laughs> that's that computer.
0: Oh, it did no. not survive me flipping that switch.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, what did your dad do? <laughs> um,
0: well, at that point, it was already gifted to me, okay. uh, so we already had a new computer. That's why I was messing around with it, because I wasn't scared of breaking it anymore, uh, and then I, <laughs> then I broke it, and then I was sad that I had broken it, because now I didn't have a computer anymore. Oh. Uh, but that time, downstairs, there was a Windows 95 computer with Destruction Derby. <laughs> okay. uh, so, in terms of games, uh, I was all good, Need for without? Speed... <laughs> right, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, destruction yeah, Derby, oh, oh, uh, StarCraft at some point, you know, like the, the memory of stuff of was this happening.
1: What, a Pentium? Uh,
0: yeah, that would have been a Pentium. Yeah. 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 That been and,
1: Pentium.
0: and the old computer at some point got an upgrade with a hard drive, uh, or it got a hard drive at some point. And um, at that point, no, 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 this was on the 95 computer. Yeah, this was on the 95 computer. I had a friend who had Transport Tycoon, and he made a copy of that game for me on 24 floppy disks. (laughs) And you know that thing where you would go like, okay, you finished copying disk floppy one, like swap it out to two. I dropped the disks. No. So I didn't know which one was what, because we didn't label it. We just said, keep it in this stack order, right? We were kids, keep it in the stack order, and then just put them in one by one. Like, we don't have to label it. We were kids, we were lazy. <laughs> so I sat there just putting like random disks in and going like, this is the wrong volume. And I sat there with 24 disks. You know how many permutations that is? That's too many permutations. That's a lot. <laughs> it took a lot of time, but then I got to play
1: Transport Tycoon. <laughs> I had Street Fighter on 12 floppies. The Super Street (laughs) Fighter 2 Turbo. What? I didn't even know they had a PC version of that. They had a PC version of that. So, like, you know, the the 2 Turbo never came out on the Mega Drive. or uh, It came out on the Super Nintendo afterwards. Yes. But the Mega Drive never had the Turbo Edition, which that's the one you could do Supers in. Um, Exactly. But it came out on PC with 12 discs. The one I had um so i had the super one before that i had the street fighter 2 that was hacked the hacked version i looked that up once i forgot what it was called the hacked version had terry from fatal fury instead of balrog <laughs> oh, <what>? and andy <laughs> instead of um bison which is the boxer yeah.
2: right that's determination that's not they don't even fit yeah. artistically that's
1: incredible. exactly
2: which which version like fatal fury or king of fighters
1: uh, Phil Fury. Wow, okay. they had, the they had Phil Fury Andy and Terry in uh, Street Fighter Two, and oddly enough, that was my first encounter with Street Fighter. So like I Amazing. saw it before I saw the one on the arcade, and um, I was playing so much Terry, it was my favorite character. And then like <laughs> I, I <laughs> uh, and, like, and, yeah, like, in the character select screen, you select you know the boxer. Um, Balrog or Bison, depending on which version you're playing, it, it's so confusing. So, that's why I'm gonna call him the boxer. Uh, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it, is, it still looks like you know, uh, it looks like Mike Tyson basically in yep. the characters yep. in the And I press on him, and it's like this this dude with a red cap. And then I play Street <laughs> Fighter in the an arcade, and I go, like, you know, super confident, like, I'm gonna go pick my main, and then, like, you know, pick uh, pick Terry, and then this, like, you know, this Tyson guy shows up, and I'm like. <laughs> Like what's going on? What (laughs) he doesn't even have a fireball. (laughs) 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 That's
0: incredible. This just reminds me. Sorry, somebody had a story. I I just this reminds me of Mugen. Remember Mugen? Yes, I spent
2: way too much time on Mugen. I still have an old CD that I burned with some of the Mugen creations that I put together because I I have this. OCD-ness about me, that I can't have the art styles clash too much. I have, like, this threshold. It's so, like, yeah. <laughs> so, basically what I, what I did for fun is I co- combined characters from multiple Mugens but I art-directed them to make sure they fit more. <laughs> this is of the
0: most Osama story I've ever heard in
2: my life. Let I let still have this it.
0: Game where The entire point is that nothing has anything to do with each other, and let me art-direct
2: it into something coherent. Oh, not, it wasn't just art-direction, because the huh? Mugen characters come from different games, right? so their input schemes are different. So I'd actually go into the files. Yeah, the yeah, but it made some characters not playable because, you know, like, right. it doesn't work <laughs> that way. But my first computer, actually, I got my computer later than both of you because um, I am older as well. I mean, that's the fun, <laughs> like when we were describing our computer
0: and you just kept going like, wow, I'm like Osama.
2: So yeah. I mean, you're older
0: than us. These should not be loud. These should be like, but I had it. You kids, I had it. But no, yeah. okay, there no, we go. That's here not the going case. Gonna go like, going to
1: my first one was a Texas instrument. It was a
2: company.
1: <laughs> it was an abacus. <laughs> my, first, my first
0: computer was actually six buildings high. <laughs> I,
2: I wish that was the case. We right. actually got a computer really late. I begged and begged my father for a computer for years, uh, over a decade, I don't know how long. But my first when computer, you- I, I got it when I was 14. Um, and it was... Oh, that was is that yeah. not still before I was born? <laughs> I don't know. I think you were three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My first computer was an IBM Ambra, a 486. It was oh. just when the Pentiums were coming out. And I just convinced my dad to get the Ambra. Uh, And he was like, okay, but listen, I'm going to buy you this computer. But then that's it. If anything, if you break anything, you're on your own. You're going to have to like, you know, whatever, mow the lawn, do odd jobs, make the money and and repair anything. Because back then it was a lot of money. We we weren't made of money. And that was a lot of money. So as soon as he he said, okay, I'm going to get the AMBRA. Uh, the, the, uh, sorry, the, yeah, the, um, what was the Pentium version of it? the Aptiva, I think something like that came out and it was like, I had better specs and he was like, no, you're getting the cheap one. That's it. We agreed. (laughs) So it was cheap relative to the the new one that just came out, but it was still pretty good. I I was able to run everything. I I remember I had a lot of bootleg copies of games. Of course I had. Duke Nukem, I think, on 27 floppy disks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was bootleg. <laughs> I had to get the special uh, software to be able to to pack more megabytes on each disk, because the, like those those floppies, they weren't the big floppies that you're talking about. They were the 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 smaller ones. They only fit 1.4 megs. Uh, and the, the, Osama, you want to know something fun?
0: If any, yeah. the larger floppies, they actually yes, contain yeah. less data.
2: Yeah, yeah, I knew yes, that. I, nice I, I'm so, of course it contained less data. It came oh, first. <laughs> I wasn't right. applying otherwise. I think right. it was five hundred and twenty K or something like that. The, the big, right. The, that's right. right. Yes. Yeah. I mean the I was just talking about the good old
0: times, you know, just in
1: case.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I used computers throughout my childhood because we had them at school and I was always in the computer lab. So I was very, very familiar with computer that's why Darn. I wanted one Here goes
0: my one time to outage you. No one one opportunity I had. I I
2: Started with eighty eighty sixes like in, in school, so I've like I, I like I've seen the whole all the generations, but the first one we had at home was a four eighty six. It was and, worth a try. Yeah, the thing is, um, unfortunately, I wasn't really good at figuring out how to fix computers. Uh, my monitor had a loose cable in the back, and Uh-oh. every time, yeah, but I didn't know this till later. So every time it would like get undone, I'd smack it really hard on the side. And sometimes it would work, and sometimes I'd have to smack it harder.
0: Eventually. <laughs> I like this is your reasoning. It's like, <laughs> if, if just
2: smacking the screen doesn't work, let's just smack it harder until it does work. Of course. The thing is, eventually I figured it out. I did. But I didn't tell my brothers and sisters that I figured it out, that it was just a cable that was listed in the back. So I came home one day. And my brother was crying. He's like, I broke the monitor. He smacked it so hard that half of it, like, just wouldn't turn on. Wow! Like, imagine the monitor, and half of it was like black and like uh, shimmering. I don't know how right. to describe it. Like yeah. lines on the screen, and I had to play with that monitor, because I didn't have the, the money to replace it, my oh, yeah. father was adamant, I had to play Duke Nukem with my friends with that monitor, only seeing half the screen, for a good six months before I saved <laughs> enough money. I mean, to be fair, as kids,
0: you have a lot of determination when it comes to video games. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I'm thinking about, like, old days, Game Boy times, and, like, the effort you needed to do to actually run a game in, like, the evening or outside <laughs> in the sunset, and you would, like, go sit in the one corner of the netty, <laughs> Where there was enough shade that you could see the screen, but not too dark so that you can't see the screen. And then by the time you yeah. found that place, the battery ran out. Yeah. And, right <laughs>
2: and you angle it, too. You angle right. it. and these, I, I had the exact same experience. <laughs> just, the, I think
0: that was probably one of my favorite things of, of growing up around electronics was just the amount of hackiness yeah that I was agree. normal, like nowadays everything is so smooth and i I don't want to sound like an, you know somebody complaining about the the hardware is too accessible and like no, there there was something charming about how hacky everything was and how everybody had to kind of learn to understand technology as an arcane force
2: yeah um, I was a master at dos i like you couldn't right. get by without <laughs> knowing everything around it, otherwise the games just wouldn't run right that was that, that was that was kid, that
1: class. I was the kid at class that all the other kids would ask to come and turn <laughs> right. on the games for them in computer class because I all knew right. DOS. I knew I Maris. was
2: second. There was one kid in my class this this uh, Persian kid called Farid who taught me and knew more than me. Uh I was who they went to when he wasn't around. Nice. <laughs> I don't okay, know. my
1: my my dad got tired of me, like you know, sitting on his two eighty six all the time because he initially got this to do work, you know. Right. And then like I would like <laughs> I would like open up his like work files and then like I would write a short story in his word in his word editor. And, like, <laughs> uh, like he would you know, like you know put like all that like he worked in pharmaceuticals so like he used a software called Lotus one two three. Which right. is basically a spreadsheet uh, software. So, and right. then like I would like you know make uh, a pixel art with, uh, right. with, uh, with the cells. and he would like turn it. and it's like you know so, so serious business until like he gets to the part when I'm there. <laughs> like, like ruining everything for him. So I ended up buying me an MSX So like, here's your own computer. you play on that. Uh, like leave my 36 <laughs> alone. Uh, the, the MSX was actually where I for, uh, wrote my first line of code because MSX mm-hmm. had uh, BASIC right. uh, already yeah. pre, pre-installed on it. Um, right. It was like MSX was a joint project between like Microsoft and Mitsubishi, but it, like it never it never got popular in North America. It was huge in Japan and in the Middle East. Middle East was known as صخر uh, Mm. and it had a, a huge library of games mostly coming from konami right and had basic on it and i wrote yeah. my first ever software i think um on that thing and my software basically drew a circle and that r- wrote mm. Fousey in the middle of it wow. um,
0: that, wow. that was more impressive than mine that was more impressive than mine <laughs> mine was just I, a square just, mine was, oh th- th- even that's more impressive than mine <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm a little intimidated now that my first I, I started behind no I, on the on the uh, 386 there was also QBasic. basic yeah uh-huh and um, the first modded line of code was me changing the word gorillas in microsoft gorillas to rami <laughs> So it a Rami, and I was like, Microsoft "Okay, I'm, I guess I'll do this as my life now." Um, <laughs> the first program I wrote, the first program I wrote myself was, you know, the the menu because I didn't understand English, I didn't know what any of the words on the screen meant. So I um I wrote a text adventure where you could go east or west, hmm. uh, and if you went east, you fell into a pit and died, and if you went west, west, you won because I hadn't figured out you could nest them. Oh, so it was just a, it was like seven lines of code <laughs> I was very proud of it I remember showing my mom and dad and them being very unimpressed by it but...
2: <laughs> it's impressive I, to us because it does the thing you intended it to do right. that's all it takes
0: I, I think that's half why they were worried about me going into video games they're just like hmm. oh no yeah. Is that I, it? <laughs> I actually started
2: modding on that uh, I, well, I made uh, Heroes of Might and Magic starcraft and doom maps
0: how, how how did your computers die did they did they event like because i blew mine up <laughs> <laughs> right i was, I was, I was 110 and like a spark came out and that was it
1: was that the My aforementioned dis- uh, flip the switch thing
0: <laughs> that was that was that flip the switch thing yeah i set it to 110 i plugged i it was still plugged in i set it to 110 i turned it on and it was just like pfft, <laughs> and there was like a visible spark that shot out of the right side of the computer. And obviously, I switched it back to 220. But it turns out that after you destroy something, undoing the settings that led to it destruction, don't actually undo the destruction. So <laughs> that was it.
1: Uh, what happened my, to your my, MSX? My MSX never died. Actually, it's still functional wow. to this day.
2: Wow. Uh, I still wow. have it too.
1: That's impressive. Yeah. Wow! I, uh, yeah, I, need you, I have all I of my old stuff. Like my Famicom still works, as well.
0: I need you to find that code file, Fozzy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I wanted I probably, to see I, the
0: circle with Fozzy. I to see the circle with Fozy in it.
1: <laughs> I don't think it saved things, like because you needed to have um, a cartridge to save the programs. On. Oh,
0: true, true. Uh, yeah. 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 So
1: it wouldn't be on the software, but uh, it wouldn't be on uh, on the sucker itself. But I wrote that on a school notebook that I probably have somewhere.
0: You know, you keep too much stuff. How do you keep all this stuff while traveling around the world so much?
1: My parents are hoarders, so their are their oh, places is okay, a museum, okay. basically. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> my my parents are the same. Like they have like entire <laughs> entire crates full of old notebooks of mine.
1: Yeah, man. Last uh, time I went back home, my dad like um I went like I went to the bathroom, and in the bathroom, for some reason, next to all the shampoo bottles, I found the alarm clock that I used to use when I was in elementary school and like, it, broke. <laughs> it broke in junior high. And it's still broken. It's still in, the ba- in, in my parents' bathroom for some reason. I was like, why don't you throw it? And they're like, it just needs a new battery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate
0: that attitude. Yes. Um,
1: I kept that attitude with USB cables.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too many USB cables.
2: (laughs) Oh
1: my God. Hundreds.
0: I recently recently did a cleaning of mine. I now mostly have USB-C devices. So most of my cables are now Mm USB-C. It's very weird. I recently needed a micro USB. Couldn't find one. Wow. I'm Very disappointed in myself.
1: <laughs> I'm yet to find a toothbrush that takes USB C, Rami. That's like, that's one of the reasons I haven't made the I full translation. One. Oh, what? I found one.
0: Yep. Yeah, 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 Let me link that to you somewhere. Uh,
1: you gotta link me. That's it. Yeah. yeah it's time it's to right throw right. that last non USB C cable into <laughs> yes, the box exactly. with hundreds of <laughs> others. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, it was the same thing for me. It was the travel toothbrush that wasn't USB C yet. Yeah. Uh, and now it is. So,
1: <laughs> there you go oh man
0: Uh, how did we end up on toothbrush?
1: (laughs) (laughs) gadgets
2: electronics fair fair fair
0: (laughs) uh yeah i don't know i i mean i always whenever i think of egypt there was there was so many like silly hacky electronics like the police station remains one of my favorite and the old (laughs) tv and and it's funny because electronics are both global but at the same time there's definitely aesthetics yeah Right. To what works in in places and what is available in places. Mm -hmm. It was good times. Old computers was good times.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Also bad times. You know, it's a little bit of both.
0: Right. (laughs) We I think we I think we sort of like detoured a bit too much this week to do anything else. So I think we're going to wrap it up for today because we're an hour in, you know. It's it's time to let all these wonderful, wonderful listeners get back to their day and listen to our wonderful outro again.
1: Give you some time for you to go and test if uh, your new laptop can run Doom or not. Right.
0: I'm not sure. You know, it can do quite some impressive stuff, but I'm not quite sure it can do that. Actually, one thing I've been wondering is if I can make... One of the fl- because you can mod Flight Simulator pretty intensely. I've been wondering if I can mod it to run Doom on the airplane computer. <laughs>
1: uh, do it, yeah.
0: but I also just don't want to do more programming in my spare time at the moment because I am filled up on projects. So yeah. <laughs> I, I am building the Lego. This is my hobby now. Mm-hmm. I do nothing else with my life. I do work. I build the Lego. My arm hurts. I go lay in my (laughs) air conditioned bed. I fall asleep. I wake up and I repeat that day.
1: It's a good life. I feel like it's a good life. I feel life. like I feel like if you put that Doom to work on flight simulator, you have another article coming. And at that point there'll be more articles written <laughs> about you on flight simulator than about you <laughs> on anything else. Right. Really, the,
0: I have the like Twitch flies flight the Twitch flies flight simulator, I have Rami flies flight simulator. There's quite some articles now. Did I mention that I got a VR chair?
2: what's a VR it's chair? not it's okay.
0: not delivered yet this is a thing I've I've, I've I've gotten it but it hasn't been delivered yet it's a motion chair okay so the chair can like move and tilt and rotate and like all I really want is like I'm just turning my guest room into a flight simulator room
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do they have a chair your size <laughs> so the biggest
0: issue is actually making sure I fit in it yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah but yes I, I should
0: I should fit in it. It uh, extends up to two meters, which should fit me exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, does the, so, does you the know, room
1: then fit you and a rotating chair your size going around 360?
0: That's why I don't have a guest room anymore soon. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, it was nice, but, you know, the couch turns into a bed as well. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know, it's time it's time for me to move anyway. Like uh, but it's a long you know, finding a place right now with the current housing. Let's not get depressing over here. <laughs> like it's really hard finding a house
2: right?
0: Most yeah. time I just got it, like did, didn't you move? Are no, you moving? We're, I'm
2: moving in about a month? Uh we get the keys to the house. So super excited the, about that. Finally
0: nice. so get to get my month. own office. Awesome. <laughs> I'm the final <laughs> Habibi. Yeah, you
1: gotta habibi.
0: Do it. the final yeah, Habibi. The final Habibi. <laughs> with all this, with all this Habibi stuff we're doing, surely I should be able to upgrade, upgrade
1: my crib. Um, anyway,
0: Habibi's crib is called
1: the tent, uh, probably. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, we should. If we had, a, if we had like a, if we had like a place, what would it be? Anyway. I should wrap this up before we go over time even further. Uh, For everybody listening, thank you so much for hanging out and listening to this absolute, like, I have no idea what just happened, but it was a great hour. (laughs) It was great. Yeah, I had a great time. Sure. The, yeah thanks so much for listening thanks so much for emailing for messaging for being in the discord for being part of the community for shouting us out on your socials and for for linking people to the show uh, it's been you know it it's good times always uh for now i think we're gonna sign off for today don't you think so
2: yeah let's do
1: it yeah, yeah. Salam. Salam. You can go, Salam. Yeah, Salam.
0: <laughs> this is. We're, we're very good at this.
1: We're very good, very good, good. at this. Go on, go Try ahead. that again. Let's <laughs> go again. Salam. Sal. Sal. Salam. Salam. <laughs>
0: that was the Habibi's podcast for this week. I was Rami Ismail, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at t h a underscore Rami. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias, and Fawzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fawzi Mesmar. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. The intro and outro music was provided by Malik Subaila, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service, or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening, and salaam.